Willy Wonky. Ninety fourth Street League Unlimited, brought to you by Old English Eight Hundred. Now in forty two ounce form, cause why the fuck not? Two ounces is better than forty. No. Uh, Ninety fourth Street League Unlimited. We're back. I am Tony the Fox. With me as always. Robert the Machine Castro and the rookie of year himself, the Golden God Armand Conde. What the, bron- the bronze? What'd you call him last week? Bronze what? Bronze Titan. I'm doing a metallic, a metallic deity thing. That's okay. what I'm calling it. Yeah. Damn, Damn I just pulled that out of my ass. Fancy. Yeah, that was fancy. Shit. Ninety Four Street League is back, uh, and you know what? It's time. Week two is over, and things have happened. I'm gonna say the word of the day. What, what is the word of the day? I'm gonna go with shocking because there's a lot of shocking shit that happened. Uh, <laughs> dude, the commish won a game. We we shat all over him last week, and he went ahead and pulled it off. Do you guys believe that? Hey, the, oh yeah, I know, right? Oh, I was gonna say the commish is two and zero, but I'm thinking about the old commish, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> old commish is two and zero as well. I mean. What do you call that? What are we calling him? The first commish? Or the inaugural? The premiere. Maybe we should call him that. That's pretty good. Maybe he'll change his name because saying the predator is just weird. Oh, man. Before we get started, <laughs> uh, any for any secondary impressions on week two? How are you guys feeling about it? Football-wise. Let's go football-wise before we start diving into fantasy. Well, any takeaways from week two? You said football or fantasy? Football-wise. Fo- how about that Miami Dolphin fucking Baltimore Raven game? Yeah, right? Five touchdowns from Tua? I've never seen Tua do anything. Six? Yeah. Yeah. Should have been. Dude, Waddle and, uh, and uh, Hill, Hill can yeah. put up insane numbers as a duo. Pretty sick. I think they have, like, uh, one of the sickest uh, statistical games between two receivers ever put up. It's pretty insane. Them- they call them the Ferrari and the Maserati. Which one's which? I don't know. It's a good question. Well, the Maserati's a little fancier, so which one's fancier? Let's put a poll up. I think Waddle is the Maserati. I think Hill is the Ferrari. Yeah, okay, I can see that. Hill's faster, right? Yeah, he's a cheetah. That's his nickname. The cheetah, right? Yeah, okay. I'll take that. All right. So let's go to the board. <laughs> We're already here. Uh we're just going to go right into the game of the week, the what what uh, what the machine called the game of the week. We're going to go with your game of the week because the camp the champ got his one twenty oh nine and one to one nineteen point four. You know what the champ got? He got a slice of humble pie right in his mask. Get wrecked is now two and zero, oh, second in the West Division, while Nine Tail Fox is one and one, second in the North. Uh, one point differential. This is a shame. I mean, just throwing it out there. Get wrecked? He's for real or what? This guy juggernauted all over, uh, all <laughs> over wh- whomever last week was it? Uh, I forgot who he beat. He beat some guy. Kick somebody's ass last week, and he comes here and tries to wreck the champ's house and succeeds. Armand, talk to me about this. What's up with get wrecked? Is this guy fire or what? I think I think Cooper Cup is his saving grace. I mean, fuck this guy uh, Cup. Even on on you know even if he's going against a one of the best team in the league, like Buffalo last week, 
he still put up points. And, you know, just looking at his score, Cup saved him again. And and the fact that the Bucks ended up getting 26 points, because other than that, I mean, Brady had a pretty shitty game, as well as Fournette. Um, it was really just Cooper Cup saving him. And I think Cooper Cup's going to save him a lot this year. Uh, Stafford loves throwing the ball to Cup. It's no secret. I don't understand how defenses don't play that, you know, as far as double teaming or taking them out of the game. They know who they're going to, but yeah, uh, get wrecked is going to be fine as long as Cup is healthy. I can feel that. You know, Machine, we talked about this. The champ went ahead and went heavy on the Broncos, and that is not really paying off. It feels like he got lucky last time this happened, uh, last week when the, when the Broncos were actually kind of underachieved. And now this is even harder underachievement for the Broncos and ends up costing the champ a W. Uh, is this going to be something uh, the champ's going to be circling the wagons right about now, or is this just like a just wait and see? What do you think? Uh, I think it's wait and see because the Broncos lost a key piece in Jerry Judy, or that's his name, right? Jerry or Jeffrey, whatever. Jerry. Judy. Yeah. Jerry guy, Judy. Jimmy, uh, Johnny, whatever. Um, but the, the, the champ, the defending champ still has Russell Wilson and Corlin Sutton and the running back. So those pieces are still available. And that might even with the injury to Judy, that might boost all their stock. Uh, look, I concur with Armand completely. Cooper cup is fucking amazing. He's obviously the number one receiver for the reason in fantasy football. Um, as long as that guy is healthy, get wrecked is going far because you're right. Tom Brady did nothing. Neither did Leonard for um, and you know they can easily. It, well, Tom Brady had ten point eight and uh, Leonard Fournette had nine point four. Add ten points to each, and get wrecked wins by twenty one points. You know what I'm saying? And that's usually what their weekly average is. So get wrecked is scary, man. And then uh, yeah, scary. we got a. We had our buddy Bobby throw out a crazy stat last week as far as uh, Brady going over against New Orleans. So I guess we were surprised to see that, Bobby. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, that we were sitting there watching that game and uh, it was a close one till uh, that uh, shoving match that happened uh, between uh, Lattimore and, uh, and Mike Evans. And then, you know, I think the Saints just fell apart from there, but you know, now Brady has his first win against the Bucks. I mean, against the Saints since becoming a Buck. So, uh, even though he didn't put up a stellar performance, uh, I'm sure he's not worried about that. He wants his team to get the W. I'm not sold on Tampa, guys. I don't know if you guys are. I don't know if it's Brady getting older, maybe or what, but they haven't looked that impressive to me. Yeah, it's early, and they feel like a punch. They feel like a puncher's chance team. Like they'll they'll be there, and like if they get hot, you got problems. They're not going to be the juggernaut like the Bills are. Well, I, I'm all for them not being a juggernaut. I'm kind of tired of seeing Brady uh, being on a serious contender or just always being mentioned on the good team. So it's, uh, I'm tired for that run to be over, to be honest with you. Well, to be honest with you, Salty Bastard and these nuts played a football game that was supposed to be better than that other game, but it wasn't. 114.9 to 101.2. Salty Bastard drops to one and one, third in the North Division, while these nuts is a solid, muscular-looking 2-0, first in the West Division. We spoke about a homecoming, a renaissance of sorts for these nuts, and uh, he's tried and true over here uh, doing, th- doing big things. 
uh, knocking off players he's supposed to be knocking off or maybe even could have had a bad chance of doing that with. Uh, Patty Mahomes doing his thing, Saquon Barkley, Antonio Gibson, everybody chipped in on this one, uh, taking Salty Bastard down. Machine, talk to me about these nuts. Hey, we said it. We said it, man. These nuts bench sucks, but his starters are on point and they they continue to come through. Uh, he lost Godwin. Godwin played week one. He didn't play this week. Let's put in Drake London, and Drake London contributes 24.6. I mean, these nuts, the starting lineup is stocked all around. He even has a third receiver in Drake London when Chris Godwin comes back because aside from Saquon Barkley and Antonio Gibson, his running backs, you know, fall off the face of the earth. But who cares? You you sacrifice one week for the rest of the season, and these nuts is is – is uh, banking on players that are coming off injuries and are disappointing seasons, and they're coming through. That bench is quite disappointing. I do agree, Machine. But you know what? With a with with a starting lineup like that, who needs a bench? Am I right? Exactly. Uh, Salty bastard, though. However, has a bench. Armand, that bench went off. I mean, I don't want to do the math because I don't math. But I feel like if you actually paste some guys in there, this might have been a way better game and maybe even a win for the salty bastard. So, uh, why don't you talk on that? What do you think? Yeah, that's kind of one of those problems, you know, when you have a pretty deep bench or at least options, right? Because you're right, to your point, if you would have gone with, like, let's say Tyler Lockett, it would have obviously, you know, we would have won, actually, it looks like. So, um, or at least close to winning. But, I mean, I I can't blame him for going with Marquise Brown, uh, you know, as far as that game. But, um, I mean, yeah, uh, he, he put up a good fight. Uh, I think the Steelers let them down a bit. They're not the same team without T.J. Watt. You know, I think he's probably concerned about that, but it looks like his Eagles on the bench could be a decent option going forward. Um, Mark, I I think he does have a hole at the running back position, right? It looks like I don't know what to think of Alvin Kamara anymore. I know he was injured this week, you know, last week. He didn't look like the old Kamara of old. So who knows what he's going to get out of his number one running back spot, which is going to be a big weakness for him. Um, but God, uh, St. Brown went off. I mean, it looked, yeah, and it looks like he's not necessarily going to get forty every week, but he's going to he's going to get points for uh, Jimmy's team going. He's a forward. contributor. Yeah, yeah. Got the ball coming his way a lot. Yeah, he's kind of one of those uh, you know those slot gadgety kind of guy. He's going to get a lot of touches, and he's going to you know make the most of his touches. So. Nice, nice receiver to have there. Like a poor man's Cooper Cup. Because yeah, kind of yeah. Yeah, and and he also has Jared Goff throwing to him. A lot of thought went into that. Sworn enemies and them Slossom boys also rounded out our third and final game of the week. The battle of two buddies, the Buddy Bowl, so to speak. And actually a pretty goddamn impressive game. 138.7 to 125 points. Swarm enemies goes ahead and uh, does kind of a Dodgers Padres thing to them Slossom boys, unfortunately. Because uh, let's face it, one team has a bunch of championships, the other one doesn't. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I just have to call it like it is. I just make it up and say it. Uh, so don't blame me. Justin Herbert, 30 points. Aaron Jones, 33 muscular ass points. And Mike Williams looking at his 26 lead the way for the sworn enemies. Uh, Machine, talk to me about sworn enemies. Is he back? Is this a team? This is a big time win. 138 points. Like, like he, do you think he heard us and was like, fuck these guys? I'm going to let them know what I'm all about. Maybe. Um, I think Is he completely back? I'm not sure, but this is a step in the right direction. And I'll tell you why, because looks, uh, 
looks like he made good calls on 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 players to start. Uh, you know, he could have started uh you know Chase Claypool and decided to start T. Higgins and T. Higgins comes through and gives him 19.1 and uh Chase Claypool gives him 6.6. I think uh Nick Gonzalez, general manager slash uh head coach of the Soren Enemies, uh made the right calls and super top heavy with Justin Herbert, uh Aaron Jones and Mike Williams. Talk about having a game. They all went and had a game for themselves. Uh, them Sawson boys put up a great fight, just kind of fell short at the end. It didn't help that Hunter Henry gave him a big fat zero. But, uh, you know, we talk about making the right calls and you, know, you have Garrett Wilson sitting there on the bench with 31 points. But, you know, who would you have started? I mean, would you have started him instead Garrett of Wilson? Yeah, Garrett Wilson, <laughs> wide receiver from the Jets. Who would you have started? Would you have started him? I mean, he's a rookie, but, uh, you know, he showed promise. So. I mean, that's tough. I mean, how are you going to start him over Juju Smith-Schuster, who gives him four points? That, that's some Nostradamus shit. That is pretty difficult. Yeah, that's I tough. I don't, think, I don't think Juju's done shit all year, though. So I, I think agree. maybe anything, maybe it's time where Juju needs to earn his, you know, his position on the lineup. I would go Garrett Wilson next game until Juju does some shit because the kid looks good, actually. With I, the I agree with that, too. Juju Smith, I don't think he's caught on to the offense yet. Yeah. He's kind of like a retard or something. He's kind of slow. Ouch. Man, it's... Inbred. Look, 31 points is, is pretty solid, solid showing, but he had nine last week. So, like, there really wasn't... There's, there's not a sample size there, unfortunately. So He's got, he's got a 19.5 yeah. 19. average now. <laughs> True, but if you look at what Juju's done on the flip side, let me just see what he did last week. It wasn't much either, I believe. I yeah, he didn't do sure. much either last week either. He he's kind of like uh, he got eleven last week. So yeah, I think he's the, not the forgotten man. Per se. You know, you know what you would one would think that he would be the man though. You know, once uh, Hill left, but it doesn't look like he's the man. It looks like he's gonna have to earn that spot really, and he hasn't at this point yet. And and and, and you know, Mahomes likes to throw the ball a lot, so it's not like it's not like uh, it's a lack of aerial opportunity the i mean there's uh there's a lot of balls being thrown around uh it's just not going to juju all right well let's talk them about them sauce boys really quick as a whole 125.7 points that's that's, that's a pretty big. solid showing that's exactly. gonna be three quarters of the league right there you know like maybe yeah anybody else anybody who scored doubles is shit out of luck if you're gonna play him but that's just Feels like a bad break for them sauce boys it's two bad breaks in a row because now he's sitting at zero and two uh really quick Time to panic, Armand? No, it's not time to panic. I think uh, at least for this week, it was just a bad matchup. Um, you know, if he would have gone against probably most of the rest of the league, he would have won. Um, and his guys are healthy. I mean, I think he's going to be fine. I think it's, uh, again, I, if I was him, I would go with the kid from the Jets in, in, instead of Juju until he does something. I think he's going to be fine. But I think he has a concern at tight end position because I'm, I'm not, let me see who's his backup. Uh, God, OJ Howard, who balled week one, which might have been a fluke. So, yeah, he has a, a, a definitely a, a, a tough it's hard to deal at that point. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, but I mean, who has a good tight end in this league, right? So, it's just, I think it's figuring playing matchups, free agency, who knows? Right. Uh, I wouldn't panic either if I was him. Uh, two guys who should panic are the Cali Chronic Smokers and fuck Donald Trump. 95.2 to 77.2. This was billed as a matchup of, it was supposed to be one-sided, but in the other direction. Uh, we, 
The fuck Donald Trump got himself a win. Kamish. Uh, he's now one and one, fourth in the North Division. And uh, Cali Chronic Smokers are now 0 and 2 after what we all seem to think was a good draft. Uh, but it seems like uh, team owner Hank Lorth is finding a way. Uh, good for you. Uh, let's. Let's keep pushing forward. Fuck Donald Trump. Uh, big time win. I mean, for what it was, this is uh, some small ball being played here. Double digit uh, get down. Uh, Armand, we're going to go with you first. Fuck Donald Trump. Uh, he was he took it on the chin last week from us. Let's be fair. And yeah. he comes back with a big win over a team that we were really kind of fawning over a little bit. You know, we were like, hey, this guy's going to be a squad. Bad break last week. And then he shows up and shows this this goose egg. But uh, you know what? Fuck Donald Trump. Uh, is this like his? Is this his one? Does he get that one? Um, I mean, I wouldn't get too excited. I mean, he, he went against Hank, who only put up 77 points, right? So it's not like, oh, he uh, was impressive in his win or, or anything like that. But, I mean, he had a, a decent outing, it looks like. I mean, he got close to 100 points. Uh, yeah, I mean, his, I'm not – I don't like his running backs. I mean, that's – uh, I don't know how he's going to win much going forward with that running back duel. And then he has fucking, J- what do you call him, Jacoby or Jacoby? Jacoby? Yeah, he got Jacoby, Jacoby Risket out there. Yeah, I mean, shit, dude. I mean, that's... That's 17 uh, points, though. Yeah. A big win. All right. Yeah, last week we talked about top-heavy teams, right? And I might have dropped a, a certain in, a lady's name with big boobs. In this scenario, he is not top-heavy. I mean, it's... it's, it's, it's uh, you know his receivers are nice, and even I, I like uh, I like Dallas as his uh, tight end, but and his defense with the Bills is nice. But yeah, I mean you would think in fantasy, especially our league, we're not necessarily our league, but you know just having those two good running backs or even a decent quarterback is a way to go. And he doesn't have that, so I wouldn't be too excited to be the commish going forward. He might need to make some trades. Well, I think it pulls something off as far as just be able to hold on until Dak Prescott gets back, maybe, but uh, who knows? Uh, Cali Chronic Smokers, let's go to the other side of that football game because I feel like this deserves to be talked about. Um, <laughs> Machine, you're on. 77 points and anemic showing from uh, Cali Chronic Smokers. We expected a lot more from the squad. Now he's languishing in third place at low and two. Really bad start. Is it time to panic for Cali Chronic Smokers or is this just like, hey, let's hold the line? I think it's it's time to start asking questions. Um, you know, look, uh, the only person that showed up to play for his team was Austin Eckler. Uh, I have Kirk Cousins in another league, and I think he, Kirk Cousins threw two to three picks uh, yesterday, right? Three. I also have James Conner in another league, and he left uh, halfway through the game against the Raiders. Uh, his his injury is it's not considered uh, something serious, so he's day to day. So I see him coming back next week. But he also has Mike Evans, who decided to get in the shoving match with uh, Marshawn Lattimore, and now he suspended a game. So that's not going to help him. Um, he has pieces. Uh, we thought highly of his team. I'm not complete. I'm not giving up on them completely. But uh, you know, um, not a bad start. Not a bad. Not, not a great start. You know. Now we need. Yeah, Cali Chronic Smokers. We had, we said that. Uh, Sworn enemies needed to do some soul searching last week, and they pulled out a W with a strong performance this past Sunday. I think the Cali Chronic Smokers need to do some soul searching and see if they can come back and rebound this Sunday. Soul searching, indeed. I agree. Some people just need the Holy Ghost. 
You know what? Westsiders just seemingly found the Holy Ghost because he whooped up on the rook. Westsiders one thirty nine point three two. So Rodi Coney seventy eight seventy eight points. Armand seventy eight point eight points. Zero two of the fourth in the South LA Division. While uh, first in the East, Westsiders one and one tied for first. Is it me or is just anybody we talk shit about or just say in a negative light is uh, is just gonna go ahead and get theirs this week? What's, what's going on here? Are we bad luck? It, it we're like that uh, broadcaster's curse. Uh, I heard it yesterday uh, when I was driving home listening to the Monday Night Football game, and uh, right before Jalen Hurts threw an interception, Kurt Warner called him out and said that this guy threw two games through, you know, had six touchdowns and no interceptions. And guess what? The next fucking play, Jalen Hurts throws an interception. How do I know? Because I was listening to the damn game and I was driving home and I have Jalen Hurts on the South LA Blazers. I saw that. Um, are we jinxing them? I don't know, man. Maybe, you know, maybe. No, it feels like we're mushing people now. We're mushing, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, put them in the bathroom. Yeah, well, I guess it is. Right? Hey, you get your own show. You can mush us if you want. Yeah, you know? exactly right. Um, I don't want that face looking at the kid's face when he's throwing my <laughs> dice. Uh, you, you know, I mean, fifty points, fifty-five points from from, from Laymar Jackson. Jackson. I mean, come on, dude. Then, then you get twenty-four from Rashad Bateman. So it's like you're doubling up right there. Curtis Samuel came through. Was the waiver uh, pick of the week, um, and that's all he needed. Fuck. That is all he needed. That was pretty impressive, man. The man on the mic that they call Lamar. But, um, dude, Jesus. Like, <laughs> freaking insane. That's why I love that Tri-Lamb reference. That's dope. <laughs> Cody, I'm sorry, man. But you know what? I, on the bright side, Aaron Rodgers, 20 points. There it yeah. is. Let's, let's go that far, right? I mean, 0-2 start. That's pretty rough. I mean, 78 points. That's... Yeah, that's 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 a uh, it's pretty pathetic trap shit. Yeah, I wish I, wish I would have played Hank. <laughs> you would you would have won by one. You would have been the real game of the week. <laughs> <laughs> talk, talk about uh yeah pulling one out. Yeah, uh no to your point though I, I did talk shit about West Sider's team last week, so I definitely think uh, I mush you know definitely the mush element was there. And you know I I did talk I did speak on Curtis Samuel and the fact that he picked them up. That's a great pickup. I think he's going to do well going forward. I think I was having a conversation with some of the homies this weekend watching football. It's like it's never bad, you know, like losing week one and, and putting up a shitty performance because you get first dibs on uh, probably some of, uh, you know, whatever free agents are available. Um, and it looks like Curtis Samuel is going to be a, a nice addition to his team because he did have holes at receiving core. And actually, Allen Robinson looks like it's uh, – he might be the Robinson we thought he was going to be. So uh, I don't think Bateman's going to be his man going forward. But between Samuel and Robinson, I think he's going to be all right. All right. You know who? <laughs> okay, so the commish went ahead and got off a lucky shot and beat the heavily favored GXG 13, 136.2 to 78.0. I'm still checking the tapes to see if there's any type of strange number fudging or whatever he used to be part of the administration so i'm just making sure that you know this is all on the up and up because as far as i'm concerned gxg 13 won this game and is one in his is two and oh that being said 136.2 to 78 the predator is two and oh first in the south division while gxg 13 is a one and one uh 78 points he would have tied armand uh no actually armand you would have won 
Never mind. I take it all back. Yeah. <laughs> you would have beaten GX. Yeah. Well, and uh, just throwing it out there, 78 is my birth year, so it's, it's a lot of good shit going on right there. Wow, a lot of kismet. Word of the day, kismet. <laughs> kismet. Right? There you go. Like, we have a good word of the day. Like, like, like Merry Kismet. Yeah, or a baseball player for the Minnesota Twins. It sounds like a Twins player. <laughs> oh, man. Well, either way, the Predator went ahead and dropped with Derek Carr. 22 points, 46. Big-time number from, from Stefan Diggs. Kenyon Drake didn't even do shit. It didn't necessarily seem to matter. Uh, just looking at this squad, the Predator, 2-0, oh, looking looking like a team who just wants to stand there and duke it out with people. You know, 136 points. That's uh, He's running with the big dogs, especially when you're putting up getting a 40-burger from Stefan Diggs. Uh, you know what, Machine, take us through this Predator squad. Okay. First and foremost, let's back up a little bit because uh, when you introduced the Predator, you introduced him as the commissioner. So I got he, he, oh the premier. He, okay, he's so premier. he so so he's the former commissioner, but does it apply like former presidents where you just call him president? I mean no, whatever. I think we should call him the premier. The premier, yeah. okay. He was the I, first commissioner. Okay. I like yeah. I like, that like means, right? I think it does carry that respect level where you still right? call the president. Yeah, like commissioner. commissioner. Yeah, like you still call the old president the president. Yeah. yeah. All right. So sorry, but now getting into this guy's team. Look, uh, he has a question that second running back. He's you know this guy has his jollies for fucking JK Dobbins. Can't wait for him to get in. You know, he's gonna plug him in right right in. But uh if he doesn't come through, uh then what? Um that Derek Carter Hunter Renfro connection looked money at the beginning of the year. Oh, sorry, preseason uh, on paper, especially with what Hunter Renfro did last year. But uh, through two weeks, it hasn't really translated into much. So that could be something that uh, carries, you know, that that could carry good uh, a potential good change if that chemistry gets going between them two. Um, Stefan Diggs it had a fucking monster Monday. That's all it took. Uh, aside from that, I mean, though, you know, uh, it's, I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't overwhelming. The greatest game. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Stephon but, Diggs but, dropped a forty burger. Right, but but look, but you know, we always talk about top heavy teams. Now let's talk about uh, the Predator and how bottom you know heavy he is. You know, he got one of them BBLs, butt lips, right or whatever. Look, uh, look, uh, Mike Gusecki, 49ers defense and his kicker came through and gave him 38 points. That's a great contribution from those three overlooked positions. If he can get that consistently from that bottom part of his fucking lineup, then we and and the starters do what they do. Fuck. Anything's possible for the Predator. I agree. And to your point, I mean, the Predator is known to be bottom heavy. So, yeah, yeah, you know, kudos to him for that part and letting his fantasy fantasy team be a a reflection of that as well. Um, GXG13, just a heads up. Guess who's on the bench with 19 points? Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard. Just just throw that out there. Trying to help this guy just spits in our collective faces. Uh, dude, he even got Carson Wentz throwing the ball. And by the way, the Washington's going to be throwing the ball a lot. Like, a lot. I like another, it too. Another tip of the week. Yep. Washington's going to be throwing the ball a lot. Indy, Indy's punching the air right now, letting go of Carson Wentz. Does that shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, they really are. Yeah, they get, <laughs> get blanked by the Jaguars. Come on, man. All right. Another tip of the day there. So, just 
You, you, want, you get Michael Pittman back, you might have a squad there. Jerry Judy's going to drop. That that uh, Devin DeMornay, Rebecca DeMornay's fucking cousin or whatever, he's he's doing all right. DuVernay. Du, DuVernay. And also, just quickly, quick, jumping over to that Predator side before we jump off of this. Uh, I had Hunter Renfro last year. He's a number two wide receiver in fantasy. Like, he literally is a good number two. That was last year, though. No. That was before Devontae. Devontae changes that completely. I don't think uh, until the last game of the season or something, he never gave me more than 15 points. He never gave me less than 10, but never gave me more than 15. I think we'll see more po- games where less than 10. There's just too much good talent in, I was going to say Oakland, in Vegas, where Renfro is not the same guy anymore. The, the reality is there's better talent than Renfro with the Raiders. You got Devontae, you got Waller, and, um, you know, Renfro's – I mean, what's, who's that kid that balled this week? I only Matt, never heard Matt that. Collins. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, I don't know. I, I don't think Renfro's going to be as good as everyone thinks he's going he's gonna to be in fantasy this year. It's, it's just – there's too much talent on that team. A lot of mouths to feed. Too much, uh, too much to go around. Yeah, he's, he's at the bottom of that totem pole for sure. Los Niners in theoretical chaos. 153.1 to 55.7. Los Niners could have played this guy three times and won two out of three. So uh, <laughs> just a uh, rough one for theoretical chaos. But let's talk about the big dog real quick. 56 points from Tua Tagliovailoba. And <laughs> Tariq Hill. Dude, he's got a combo. Tariq and Tua. Tua Reek. Uh, I like Tua that. Reek. Tua, Tua Reek. Hill. Yeah, Tua Reek. Tua, Tua Hill. Like, there you go, there. Tua Hill. Tua Hill. Like yeah. I like that. There with, with Drew Hill. Yeah, right? Yeah. So sleeping in my bed. <laughs> or the thong, 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 thong. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, no bullshit. Man. That's 100 points from that from those two players alone. So, like, you know what? I don't care what theoretical chaos was doing this week. He wasn't going to get it just because of that. Like, let's be fair. Like, that's pretty rough to come back from. Uh, everybody else had, like, a pedestrian game, to be quite honest. Uh, the Browns gave him zero points. But it doesn't matter when two of your guys score 100. Uh, just, you know what? I see you shaking your head there, Machine. Why don't you go ahead and take this one? Los Niners. What, what uh, do you think if Tua and Tyree Kill played theoretical chaos twice, they would have won one of two. Just them alone. I mean, you said it. The rest of this team was pedestrian. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire chipped in with almost 16 points. Debo Samuel chipped in with 14.7. The kicker chipped in with 13. But it was just those two guys. It was a two-headed monster. I fucking came, saw, and conquered this fucking match. Yeah, he did. That's pretty tough, man. One and one now for the for Los Niners first in the North. Zero oh and two for theoretical chaos. A pretty rough start. Uh, just throwing this out there though, Jalen Waddle. We've been yes, yeah. My I, guy I, is sitting there. Like he, he can't do that going forward. I think Waddle. Yeah, Waddle's got to play. There, oh there's some. He's got pieces, right, Armand? Yeah, I mean. Honestly, Tim, I think going forward, I don't even think it's a matchup decision on who the opponent is. You go with Waddle, you go with Devontae starting every week. Waddle is, you know, the reality is because, you know, the Dolphins have Tyreek Hill. Now they they had Waddle to begin with, you know, so 
there's no double teaming these guys. So these guys are going one on one against you know deep cornerbacks and shit. They're so fast. They're gonna put up numbers. So my thing, Tim, would be hey, do not bench Waddle going forward. And I actually think you know his team. If he starts playing Waddle a little bit more, you'll probably see better results. Obviously because of that. But I also wanted to say, I am kind of if I have to jump on some kind of like wagon right now or bandwagon team, I do like uh, Gabriel's team here. And I think his team's uh, kind of, you know, it's not necessarily like fun to watch, like if we're watching a, a team, like let's say the greatest show on turf, but his players are exciting. And I think the fact that, uh, you know, the Niners had, uh, they have Garoppolo starting as a quarterback again. I think Debo is going to go back to Debo of last year. So you're going to have Debo from last year with Tyreek Hill and, to uh, as quarterback, he's going to put up numbers, and that's with George Kittle not even being a factor up to this point. That's a great point. I I completely agree. I think Jimmy G stepping in is going to boost Debo Samuel's stock, as well as Kittle's, as well as Kittle when he fucking returns, and Ayuk on the bench. Uh, you had two Hill in there. Oh my god, dude! Like, yeah, you're right. This team's a little under the radar. Could be uh, it could be just as scary as get wrecked if they get those all the pieces rolling together. Man, you're absolutely right. I'm officially jumping on. This is like um, this is like Tony's G13 kind of fucking jockeying. I'm on Gabriel <laughs> wagon right. Are you, are you pole jockeying now? Too? Not necessarily pole, I but I'm one of these this, teams. I'm on yeah. this wagon. Sure. You cannot compare GXG13 to to Los Niners. You just can't. No, no. Oh, yeah. I'll leave it at that. I'm gonna let you draw your own conclusions. Waiting since Clinton and the South LA Blazers, 105.1 to 99.7. South LA Blazers now 2-0, second in the South Division, while waiting for Clinton splits his time, third in the East. Uh, 99 points, uh, I guess. I, I mean, I wouldn't kick 99 points out of bed, but I'm not going to tell my friends about it. Uh, just throwing this out there, the Blazers, 105. You think you think the Blazers wanted more, Armand? Uh you know, Jalen Hurst has been nice for uh, the Blazers. Um, I'm surprised that Delvin Cook hasn't kind of balled out of control yet. But as long as he's healthy, I think that's going to happen, especially as uh, the year kind of like progresses, you know, and, and it gets colder, even though they play in a dome. You know, they play a bunch of teams out in the elements and they're a run heavy team. So if Cook stays healthy, I think he's going to be the Cook that we know at the end of the year. Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, Blazers gotta be happy with where he's at right now. His his team looks like they're you know they're pretty solid. Um. Gosh, Goff got him thirty three points on the bench. Who would have thunk it? It's pretty insane. Thirty three points on the bench. It means he has some kind of trading chip there. But uh, before we get in, before we get into the Blazers, I'm gonna give him his uh, fifteen seconds of glory. Uh, but before we get out and talk about Clinton, what do you think? <sighs> I mean, 90 points, 99 points, almost 100 points. I mean, is this team – what do you got for me on the on Clinton? His running back situation needs help. Um, it might be time to think of of Hall from the Jets as possibly getting some playing time. And Ezekiel is just – God, talk about a guy falling from grace like out of fucking nowhere so fast. It's pretty crazy to think because I remember a few years. I mean, not even that, like probably three years ago, the guy was like the fucking next coming of Emmett uh, Smith. Essentially, it's like it's pretty insane. But that's his big. I mean, that's one of his biggest holes, obviously. And 
on as I speak, I'm looking at his receivers. I'm not too excited about that either. I'll just stop there because I feel like I bash on his team too much. I love Josh Allen though. 105 points there. Do it, Robert. I'm going to give you that time to shine a little bit. South LA Blazers, 105 points. It's probably not something you were. You probably want a little more. I, I could see it in your eyes, but you know what? Any win, you can walk away from him. All right. No, I, you know, I'll take the 105 uh, and and that W. I will admit that Monday was a nail biter. Uh, it doesn't help that the Dolphins were part of that fucking insane shootout down in Baltimore and gave up 38 points and gave me a minus seven. Negative seven. Uh, that's a you know seven point swing. And then we're talking about the Blazers putting up one twelve, like where the players dwell. You know, uh, <laughs> look, look. Um, I'm content with my team. My defense didn't show up. Uh, I made a good call putting in Jacoby Myers instead of Elijah Moore. Uh, James Robinson sitting there. Um, you know, and I could I could have started him instead of Dalvin Cook or Najee Harris, but was I gonna do that? Probably not. Um I I agree with Armand. Uh Josh Allen is a stud, he can win games on his own, which was evident week one. Um Keenan Allen not playing obviously didn't help the situation, but it is time to think about putting Brees Hall in for uh Wayne Wayne since Clinton because Ezekiel Elliott has fallen off the face of the earth. But uh um the, the you know the South LA Blazers we need to tighten up that defense and Dolphins come back next week and uh, you know put up a better showing we you know we're still waiting for our uh, our uh, running backs to come through and and prove that they're the best running back duo in the league but uh, they just haven't yet so we're waiting for Dalvin Cook Dalvin Cook to start clicking yeah your defense definitely needs to do some kegels they need tight <laughs> a yeah. song worthy of two hill from the Blazers that's good stuff man I'm Fucking was feeling it, man. So that rounds out the slate. We're done. Nice. Feeling good. I feel like that was record time. Nice job. All right, let's go ahead and get this. Let's get our standings on machine. I'm gonna go ahead and punch in your code. <laughs> uh to the standings after two weeks of play uh in the east. We have the West Siders on top of the division at one and one, followed by G13, Tony's favorite, in second place at one and one as well. Waiting since Clinton, also in also at one and one in third place. And them Slawson boys rounding up the bottom of that division at 0-2, just one game behind first, second, and third place. In the West, we have these nuts at 2-0 on top of that division, followed by Get Wrecked, also at 2-0. Cali Chronic Smokers falls to 0-2, holding on to third place, and Theoretical Chaos also 0-2 in the bottom part of the division. Uh, to the north, Los Niners, with that strong showing because of points, is on top of that division at 1-1, one one, followed by the Nine-Tail Fox in second at 1-1, one one, Salty Bastard in third at 1-1, one and, one, and the Commish, fuck Donald Trump, 1-1 one one in fourth. And last but not least, the South Division, the Predator, 2-0 on top of that division, followed by the Blazers, also a 2-0 in second. Sworn Enemies with that big win over them. Slauson boys climbs up to third at 1-1. And Sorodi Conde digging and scratching, trying to get a W, is 0-2 in fourth. Put the South in your mouth. Mm. Hey, one thing I want to just kind of point out, just with Robert kind of doing the standings, 
I matched my loss total of last year already. How fucking sad is that? Huh. Huh. Really? Sponsored by last last year, right? Yeah, you were the best team in the league. Uh, points leader through two weeks, Los Niners at 274. 274. Followed by these nuts with 260. Give me the top three. In third, get wrecked with 245. Ooh, two east and an Arkansas boy. There you go. There you go. Just a small town boy. Shit, man. Damn. Well, I mean, you know, two small town boys now. Because, I mean, these nuts is in Riverside now. There you go. Damn. That is definitely a small place. What was it like? One hundred and thirteen. You were fucking there. I believe it. Jesus it's, it's 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 River Bama, of California. Now we're gonna go to our games of the week. Like everybody, like last week, it was a pretty good game of the week. Last week, Dan, like it, it's like that we, time of the show, right? Game it's that time. Again. It's about that time. About that time. That's my uh, DJ. She's scratching. That was terrible. Well, let me hear your scratch. That's not bad. Sound like a dog choking or some shit. Let me hear you then. Where's your your scratch at? None of us are Bismarcky for sure. We're all fucking lame. Fuck you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> now that we got that figured out, I'm gonna go with my game of the week. West Siders and the South LA Blazers. 112 projected total, 109.8 projected for the uh for West Siders and 112.5 projected for South LA Blazers. This is my this is my my week. Two and team, two and in the South Division, the Blazers coming off a nice little win streak, trying to turn it into three while West Siders using that special karma that we gave him or whatever by talking shit about his team, uh, you know, using it to, to beat the South LA Blazers. I'm very curious to see how the machine handles this one. And that's uh, kind of why I picked it. And make it, make, make it malfunction. I don't know. Either way, uh, just looking at it, I like this squad. I think uh, the Blazers, Jalen Hurts, Dalvin Cook, Najee Harris, we're finally going to see what happens with those guys, see if they're going to go ahead and turn something on or just leave it all on the floor. Uh, the Brown to Hurts thing, that's uh, it's turning into a bit of a bit of a combo, and uh, this is something we're going to want to look forward, forward to moving, fu- moving uh, forward. Are the West Siders, one and one, first in that East, East Division. Lamar Jackson put up like an insane amount of points, like half a hundred. And then we got uh, Travis Etienne. We, if he does something, I think the West Siders got a shot. But I don't even know what to say about these guys. I just know that I'm picking the South LA Blazers. And I think that they're going to beat the West Siders by like 50 points. Ouch. So you know why I'm saying that? Pressure. You no, jinx. I'm actually just trying to see if the jinx works. Nice. See, that's called that's called science. I'm using science and experimenting probabilities. Who knows? It might even be kismet. Weird science. All right. So who do you guys got? West Siders or South LA Blazers? You can go last there, machine. Uh, Who do you got there, Armand? As much as I want to hate on Robert, I'm a hating fucking asshole. I'm going to go with Robert winning this one. How many Uh, points? Yeah, I might have just salted him, but, <laughs> but did. Yeah, uh, my suggestion to Robert, I'm just looking at your squad. 
Falcons are playing who? Seattle. God, your defense sucks. I just don't like your defense. But I, I, I'm scared you're going to get minus points again. Um, but yeah, I think Robert's team looks a little bit more solid for this matchup. Um, and to be honest, I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't big on Westsiders team, even though he fucking got me for talking shit. Uh, but I do I do think Bobby's going to come through on this game. He has uh. I, I just think he has a talent. Uh, he's top heavy too. He's he, he's got the big boobs. So you're trying to say you're a man of science? Weird science. They created a woman. <laughs> she was fuck. Let's see if Westsiders can create a W. Point. I'm fired today. <laughs> a machine. Uh, are you are you a man of science? Uh, I I mean. Or am I a man of faith? That's a great question. He's Farrakhan. Creation or evolution? Look, man. Hey, Machine, who are you going to pick? I think I'm going to go with the Blazers just because, I mean, you know, who? if not you, then who? Some guy fucking says that shit. I got some questions. You know, obviously, I might take and I'm going to take a the bronze bomber fucking his advice on the defenses and probably start the Falcons. Uh, Lamar Jackson is scary. Even on the road at new England, uh, he did fucking amazing things on the road in Miami last week. Um, Christian McCaffrey has a tough matchup against that saints defense that has something to prove after losing to the bucks last week, Travis city and has a tough matchup on the road at the LA chargers. So, if he plays uh, good, let him play. Um, I might even start fucking James Robinson just to counter. Who knows? Um, but it's, you know, Curtis Samuel has been coming through. Uh, anything's possible. I think it's going to be a close matchup, but I'm going to have to go with uh, the Blazers. You know what made the machine? Besides man? Science. There you go. Weird science. <laughs> machine taking himself uh, on, the, on the first of three games of the week. Armand, the rook, gonna go next. The, did you just call him the bronze champion? The bronze bomber. The bronze bomber. Oh, I like that. Dude. You call, what did you call him? The bronze what? Uh, I called him the uh, the golden god. No, the no. golden something. No, last week, man, bronze. Oh, that was the, the titan de bronze, the bronze yeah. titan. There you go. I did more, even though bronze doesn't hold as much value as gold. In the you Olympics, the it's, it's third place. You could be the copper Commodore. I like the Commodores. Can't go around with the Commodores. I know Richie's seen that shit. Hey, uh, catalytic converters are made out of copper, so very. Maybe you should call you catalytic converter. That's that's the next next week's uh, medal of choice. Copper catalyst. <laughs> hey, our, our next week's sponsor is going to be Pick Your Parts, where you can go pick fucking catalytic converters. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, their mascot's an octopus. <laughs> Pick this. Eight, eight ways to get you. Carbon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I got all bastards against Get Wrecked as my game of the week. Nice. Talk about heavyweight fights. This is uh this is a great matchup. I mean, one can make an argument either or. I mean, I, I know the fantasy projections have these guys. They have. Uh, uh, Armando winning by point one of a point, one fifteen point nine against one fifteen point eight. Um, it's gonna come down to matchups. 
you know, I'm looking at the t- I'm looking at the matchups now. We got Burrow against Brady. Burrow had a shitty game last week. I think he bounces back again earlier in the show. I'm not really sold on Tampa right now. What Brady are we going to see? Brady is going to be in uh, Tampa, so who knows? They're at home. Tampa's also playing the Packers, so go figure. Yeah, best defense in the league. Uh, we have Kamara against Fournette. Not, I don't know what Camaro we're going to see, but then again, Fournette doesn't know. So uh, he's not as impressive to me as well. So that's kind of like, you know, that's kind of either it could go either way on that matchup. I do like Montgomery over Carter as far as the second running back for get wrecked. Cooper Cup. Mm, no one can fuck with Cooper Cup. He's going to get a guaranteed 30 points no matter what. So I definitely like that matchup. St. Brown against McLaren. We got to go uh I kind of like McLaren in this matchup, actually. Mm. I just think Minnesota's D is uh, probably uh, underrated, and uh, we're going to see that happen this this week. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a tight game, guys. I think it's going to come down. Is, it, is there a Monday night game? Or is there Monday night players for this? Is it going to come down to a Monday night game? That's a good question. That's a good question. Yes, no. Show. No, there's not. It's going to come down a Sunday. It's going to be a Sunday game? It's going to be a Sunday Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Good old fashioned Sunday football. Definitely going to be a, uh, a heavyweight matchup. So it's, it's you know, definitely keep an eye on this game. It's going to be interesting. 115.8 to 115.9. Damn. It's kind of the way you lost this week, Tony. Uh, Machine, what do you got for me? <laughs> um, uh, the condom did a great analysis on this. Uh, this is by far the closest game of the week projected points wise by ESPN's website. Um, it, 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 you are absolutely right. It could come down to matchups. It could come down to uh, um, who you decide to play and plug in. Cause you know, for all we know, uh, last minute get wreck plugs in Miles Sanders uh, and takes out either Leonard Fournette or David Montgomery. And, you know, and who knows? Miles Sanders had a decent game on Monday. Um, I mean, dude, this is so tough to call. And this is a great fucking nominee for game of the week. Uh, fucking science coming into play. Let me flip a coin and see who wins. You know, I, I was looking at this, Bobby. And I kind of like Tyler Lockett being in the starting lineup. He's not on the lineup now, though. Mm. I mean, he's, that, he's playing against, a good... that, against that Atlanta defense that I'm starting. Oh, exactly. But there you go, uh, Hayden, Hayden indirectly. Hollywood Browns going against the Rams defense. I know uh, it's tough, and you guys know how it feels to be in those like coaching decisions. Like, fuck, what call yeah. do I? But exactly. Uh, hey, the, the, team, the... I might go Lockett and. It, and I'm definitely not trying to persuade anyone because I know we're big on that shit. Like, hey, don't talk about fantasy pickup, you know, like suggestions and shit. But mm-hmm. uh, as close as it, as close as this game's gonna be, I think uh, these guys, both of these guys, need to take a look at what the matchups are this week to make sure they get that edge. Exactly. Um, I flipped the coin and it's still in the air and it's about to drop. Uh, drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Here it comes. Here comes the coin. Here comes the coin. I did heads for Salty Bastard, tails for Get Wrecked, and it landed on tails. Uh, I was going to say tails. for that. Get, get Wrecked. Oh, sorry, Jimmy, but, it, dude, I'm your team is something else too, man. You got this. I mean, fuck, look, look at their average, the uh, average a week. 
uh Saudi Basher 124.8 get wreck 125 even that two percentage points away 0.2 uh, this this game is by far on paper the game of the week you know and I'm kind of with you on that one there machine this is a pretty rough on there like so close ah yes rough rider you know what you both pick get wrecked well, of course game. of course against a green guy what are we gonna do Okay, I'm taking get wrecked. Wow! All right. Screw you, Armand. That's the most. <laughs> that's the most most uh, against the grain thing I can do is go with you. See that? Now, now you don't even know where I'm coming from. You, you wow. definitely reverse cowgirl that thing. Good job, Tony. Way to flip it. Um, I'm sorry. I got right, a loss for words. In Jimmy's in Jimmy's <laughs> words, it's Armand's got me today, man. He's got my number. <laughs> it's, dead. it's dead jimmy said it's dead <laughs> machine yo freaking out game number three who do you got for us uh who's your game of the week my nominee for game of the week is these nuts against Nitel fox um uh, another uh pair of top heavy teams sorry these nuts is super top heavy uh Ninetale fox is you know all around consistent um look patrick mahomes averaging 33.7 projected to put up 28 that's your almost guaranteed 30 saquon barkley has a good matchup at home against the cowboys even though the cowboys defense is good uh the giants have been playing really good uh 2-0 on top of that nfc east um you know if they're for real, they fucking win this game. And if Saquon Barkley is for real, he's going to give these nuts at least 16 points. Antonio Gibson at home against the Eagles uh, is a decent matchup. That Eagles defense pretty solid as well. Michael Thomas has a good matchup on the road against Carolina. Um, here's the question. Does Chris Godwin come back? And if so do you play him against the Packers or do you go with Drake London again on the road against Seattle? Darren Waller on the road against Tennessee. Tennessee's put up a, a, a good showing, even though they uh, lost handedly against the Bills on Monday. I think they won week one, or I don't know if they're on two. That's going to be a good game uh, between the Raiders and the Titans to see who can uh, make a statement. Um, and we go over to uh, the Ninetail Fox, with who is uh, Denver heavy. Denver plays the san francisco 49ers at home um you know russell wilson has a tough matchup against that defense but if he leans on corn and Sutton, that's a good connection for the nine tail fox also javante williams he's kind of taken the lead uh over melvin gordon's gotten you know more looks uh kareem hunt has had a hell of a game on sunday against uh the jets in a losing effort uh almost mirrored what nick chubb did even though nick chubb got the touchdowns uh, and they roll reversed in week two as Kareem Hunt got the touchdowns in week one. Um, this is uh, another interesting game. Uh, I don't see the nine tail Fox making any changes to his lineup and rolling with what he has right there. Um, this one is going to be tough uh, based on matchups. Uh, if, if I'm basing it on matchups, I'm going to, I'm going with these nuts. These nuts. <laughs> Home with these nuts, huh? Yeah, man. Sorry, Tom. I like it. I like it. Yeah, man. Hey, I'm mushing, you know? There it is. Throwing your mush around. Yeah. I like it. Armand, who do you got? 
So, like, this is a problem you have, Tony, with going so heavy on Bronco players. When you play a tough defensive team, your overall fantasy team's not going to do that well. So, your San Francisco's back to the old San Francisco we know. Garoppolo's back at the helm, and I think that's going to motivate the defense to play the way they've been playing over the past few years. And you have a lot of Broncos going against that defense. So, I mean, not to go too deep into the weeds with it, you're Bronco heavy going against the San Francisco team that's back to finding their old ways of last year with Garoppolo leading the helm. Uh, God, I think these nuts is going to win, even though he has a couple tough matchups as well. Uh, I think I don't think Barkley is going to have a good game this week. They are playing Dallas. Dallas, they did lose their quarterback, but their defense is playing inspired defense. Um, yeah, I, I think, uh, again, not going too deep into it, I think these nuts is going to win just based on the fact that your Broncos, have, they have a t- tough matchup against uh, 49ers. Oh, okay, okay. I really admire and respect your opinion there, Armand. That's all I got. Uh, no, but uh, okay. Like, looking at this, like, I wouldn't even pick this guy for the game of the week, man. I'm a mess. Like, I just lost the game, and this guy, he's not so steamrolling motherfuckers. Patrick yes, Paul's is. is fucking killing it. Uh, I will say this. I don't share. I feel like you have a case of the GXG13s when it comes to the 49ers because I see a bitch-ass team. Like, <laughs> I really do. I don't see. I don't. I see bad, bad okay. decision making. I see a lot of injuries. Lot of I mean, chances. imagine if your defense is on the field in Denver most of the time because they couldn't get shit done on offense. So yeah, good luck with that shit. Uh, I'm feeling pretty strongly about that. I don't really think the 49ers are a very good team. I think like they're a little overhyped. I mean, I could be wrong, but. I don't know. There's just I don't see it all coming together for them right now. Maybe maybe down the line. Who knows? Uh, but I just don't see the same thing. Uh, and also, Russell Wilson's fucking do. How long you don't Russell Wilson to not explode? Like just I've I've had this guy on my team before. I don't know. Um, on faces. And 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 he does know the 49ers, To your point, Tony. He's yeah, played, played for years. Great that's point. A, yeah, that's I a think, good point. Yeah, I also, even though you didn't try to make it, but I was. Yeah, that's a nice point. Well, you well you interrupted me, just so you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, and also just just throwing this out there, uh, Russell Wilson is Russell Wilson. God, that's basically. I'm pretty sure he's an angel that came down from heaven, and then they clipped his wings, and now he's here playing football, right? He definitely has more Jesus power than Carr. He's yeah, definitely right. for sure. He, he also has uh, that, uh, what is it, uh, Walter Payton uh, Man of the Year patch on his jersey. Yeah, and, and I've been playing a lot of FanDuel lately, and every time I feel like somebody's due, yeah, they're never fucking due. Right. So, yeah, fuck it. I'm just I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say all that. All that being said, I'm going with these nuts. He's probably going to beat me. <laughs> ah. I see what you're doing. You're trying to mush. I'm also a man of science 
<laughs> and I'm putting myself on the chopping block. That's what I'm doing there. It's like do you have a, do you have a banner uh, became the Hulk, huh? Do you have a bra on your forehead right now with the science? <laughs> That's the only yeah. way it works. But I forgot to hook up the doll. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Oh man! So that's that's our three games of the week. Uh, good night, everybody. Just <laughs> kidding. Gotta do the best of the rest. The Predator going up up against them Slossom boys. Two and zero, zero and two. Two guys, uh, two ships passing in the night, so to speak. Uh, Ninety nine point eight by ninety seven point one. Who do you guys got? Let's talk about it. Predator or them Slossom boys? Machine. Uh, I'm going to go with them Slauson boys and keep up that uh, that hate theme because uh, the Predator is in my division and I hope he loses so I can take first if I win. Um, but no, I'll push it aside. I think uh, um, them Slauson boys is, are due for a win after uh, two brutal weeks. Um, the, the Predator, uh, uh, who knows? I mean, you know, he's plugging in J.K. Dobbins. Is he going to play? Um his team has a lot of road matchups. I don't know if that's going to be beneficial. And he has the four, the aforementioned the 49er defense that uh, might get scored on. So I'm going to go with uh, them Slauson boys. Them Slauson boys. Armand, who do you got? Uh, I have them Slauson boys too. I think, uh, I think Derek Henry's due for a huge game. Not against he, the Raiders. Though. He's going to get it against the Raiders. Um, uh, yeah, he is. I, I kind of mentioned you should, you know, you should definitely take out Juju in the starting lineup, but that's definitely up to him. And Gary but, Wilson, Gary Wilson. Uh, not only is Derrick Henry due, but I just think Tennessee is a good team. They're playing at home against Raiders. I know the Raiders are zero and two. I understand that they desperately need a win, but they're a solid team too. Time being Tennessee, so I, I just think Derrick Henry is going to go back to his old self. I'm calling Henry 30-plus points, maybe 40. Wow, 30 points for Derrick Henry. I'm also going with them, Slauson Boys. I think they're going to beat this projection by at least 10, 15 points. Isaac's happy as they beat the Raiders, as yeah, we they've, said. They've been putting up numbers, the Slauson Boys, like as, as a as a team, you know, like a like old-timey roller skater team, you know. Those are things. Either way, uh, yeah, I think the Sausage Boys are going to take it. I think this is uh, something they're going to overachieve and they're going to play pretty well out of this week. Uh, they're due. Los Niners and the Crowley Chronic Smokers, 112.5 to 107.8. Chronic Smokers coming in, coming in dogs, coming in 4.7 point dogs of Los Niners. Los Niners, one and one, first in the north. Crowley Chronic Smokers, 0 and two, sitting in third in that west. Who do you guys got? Armand, talk to me. So uh, I mentioned earlier, I am a jockeying bitch, and I am on the Los Niners wagon. I have Gabriel winning. It's not even going to be a uh, as close as the ESPN projections have it. Uh, so yeah, I, I think. Uh, oh, hold on, I'm looking at the matchups now as I speak. Miami's playing Buffalo. <clears throat> Tough matchup. But I do like Debo against Denver. Sorry, ass. So, and is George Kittle back? Uh, Who knows? I still, I still got Los Niners. That's uh, that's the team I'm riding with going forward. That's my G13. So I have him winning. Machine. Who are you taking? This one's uh, 
man, I, you know, I want to, I want to root for the Cali Chronic Smokers, and I'm rooting for them, dude. But that doesn't necessarily mean they're gonna win. Uh, this is uh, do or die for the Cali Chronic Smokers because I'm not sure what the numbers are. But if you start on three, it's gonna be tough for you to make the playoffs. Even though these are, these haven't been, uh, uh, these aren't division games, so you could technically still win your division if your division sucks. But uh, it's gonna be tough, and uh, the Cali chronic smokers uh did i say that was a team that needed to do some soul searching i think so right uh, yeah okay so they hopefully they go to church uh before their matchup on sunday um because it's it, it's going to be super tough to rebound from three straight losses uh it's not impossible but it will be tough and um I mean, you know, those liners, they do have some tough matchups to a uh, uh, two hill in Buffalo. Uh, Tyreek Hill. Uh, sorry, uh, I already said that to kill in Buffalo. Uh, George Kittle at Denver. Uh, if he does play Debo Samuel at Denver. Um, I'm going with those liners. Yeah, if you look at the Cali Connick smokers, he has big injuries at with Connor, Gabe Davis and Julio Jones. So, yeah. Are they going to play or not? I mean, who knows? Yeah, you know what? Everybody's in love with Tua, but like Two Hill asks, how deep is your love for me? <laughs> I had to work it in. I'm sorry. I was like, don't I know another Drew Hill song? Yeah, right. I found it. BG's, how deep is your love? My love is not that deep for Tua. You got to prove it to me, especially, and you ain't going to prove that shit against Buffalo's defense. So I'm taking Cali Chronic Smokers. I think they're nice. they're gonna they're gonna flip this thing. I I have a I have a belief in them. I wrote them pretty hard early on, but you know what? Maybe that's exactly what's about to happen. I feel like we took them to task this week, and then that's when you get your first win. You know, you get that uh that 97th karma. So that's happening. That's coming his way. So I'm taking Smokers. Well, listen, if Cali Connick wins, it's because Eckler goes off for like 35 plus points. Nice call. Only, only way. That's my, my, my prediction. Fuck Donald Trump and theoretical chaos. 95.1 to 91.3 chaos. The underdog here. Oh, and two fourth in the West division. Wow. Fuck Donald Trump. One and one sitting at 500 for the first time in six years. Uh, fourth in the North division. <laughs> enjoying and basking like sitting in a hammock drinking lemonade just acting like nothing's wrong uh, this is a uh, this is gonna be an interesting game 95 91 this is like a super confetti weight division happening here uh who do you guys got the chaos of trump is, <laughs> armand is trump gonna make it two in a row so i'm just looking at matchups it's a disgusting game i mean it's uh, great word. We're, we're talking about two teams that are equally as shitty, top heavy. Like, like if you, you go top three guys, like quarterback and two running backs, they both suck ass, and that's <sighs> proof. Again, Tim, please start Waddle. Who does he say, Deontay Johnson? Yeah. Oh, if you start, hey, who would you rather have throwing you the ball? And and, and and don't get me wrong, I I I, I could understand getting a call from the commission, like saying, hey. You can't be suggesting who the fuck you start because now you're fucking with my game or whatever. Yeah. But tampering. But we're, we're talking about a bottom heavy fucking matchup because we're not going to see sh- any points from the top three players. They fucking suck. They're equally garbage. Mm. So it's going to be a, one of these shit bowls, and it's whoever does well from receiver to kicker, whoever does the best there. 
That's a great call, dude. You're absolutely fucking right. Yeah, they suck ass. Wow. So, you, so who are you taking? Uh, that's a good question. Who sucks ass worse? Uh, I would say I'm going with Tim. If he starts model, if he starts waffle, I'll go with Tim. The ass sucker commission. Sucker. I, I honestly like Tim's team better. Straight up. Like, just do. In this matchup. You sound like Paula Abdul. Straight up. Now tell me. <laughs> you really want to love, uh, you really want to love Deontay Johnson forever? Or do you want to put him on your bench? <laughs> Where's that cheetah's cat to be on the video? All up in the video. Look, I, I, we shouldn't influence the guy's lineup. That's true. But I don't know. I think that that big time game from Jalen Waddle is probably going to give him a little pause. I don't think if I, I think if he makes a decision, it's not based on what we're saying. It's probably based on, you know, logic. Let's uh, be that or Tim looking into his uh, fucking what is it, that little ball that he looks into the future? Yeah, Mr. The... Eight ball? Because we ball. were sponsoring uh, earlier. It was Eight a 40 ball. ounce of uh, beautiful malt liquor. 42 ounce. Hey, well, whatever gets you the answers. Yeah, it's eight ball. Eight ball every day. Hey, old English, 800. I mean, we should take some time to talk about the sponsor, to be fair, but, you know, it's really late in the game. I'm taking the chaos. Who you guys got? Uh, yeah, he took chaos. You know what? There's a theme here, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and I want to be a part of it. So I'm taking chaos as well. I want, I want the commission to change his team name to fuck my team. We said it. We said it week two. We said it. No, we said it uh, yeah, in, yeah. in before week two. So that was like the first thing we, yeah. the first thing we talked about is yeah. kind of borderline has to be kind of suicidal. Like say fuck myself, hang himself, and jerk off. You know, word on the street was that his approval rating's not that great. I mean, fuck, Kamish, what's going on? Pretty bad. The Kamish getting hold over the coals, but meanwhile, the hey, maybe, maybe maybe we need to have the Kamish next on the show next week. Maybe we should just to fuck with him. Kamish, you I hear me? Have him on. You hear me knocking? I think that would be yeah. a good call for a first guest for sure. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah. next yeah. week, Kamish, if you're listening. You know, you're coming on next week, so just uh, open your calendar up. Though. Yeah, th- three weeks in, we we could use uh, him. You know, we could use a little bit of the commission chiming in. Little State of the Union from the, our, uh, yeah, on our pre- prestigious league from the secondary. Yeah, oh, because <laughs> he's the, the second, second one. There you go. <laughs> so, like, so Mario's the premier, and then we have a secondary, or so he, find a better he, word for it. So he plays secondary. So he's like a safety or a cornerback, right? And second. He's a... <laughs> I don't know. That holds a different um, threshold within like the English Premier League. Premier is oh. fine, And then we got bottom yeah, barrel. I, well, that has a few different meetings, doesn't it? DJ Premier. Yeah. Oh, there? Yeah. The Premier. I, I guess maybe that's a little too much, huh? No, the premier is like Russian. a monarchy type shit, no? Or like, a, yeah, like the a, Russian like a prime minister. I saw, I saw prim- Rocky four three times last week. Yes. The pr- premier minister. The premier and the Politburo. Nice. Yeah. Anyways, so 101 to 101.5, uh, Sworn Enemies is actually the underdog to this big, this big beast we know as GXT13 sitting at one and one, second in the East Division, third 
in the South Division is sworn enemies. So we got a one, two one and one teams. One seeing who's gonna go ahead and just keep their their head above water at this point. Who do you guys got, Armand? Oh, this is a real good matchup, actually. Ooh, um, that's a tough call. I'm looking at the matchups right now. I have no idea what happened to Pittman, by the way. So his injury is kind of like uh, very surprising to me. And with that said, and what, yeah, with what Gio has currently as receiving, as a receiving core, uh, I got to give that nod to, to uh, Nick. I, I, I like Nick's team just based on uh, what's going on with G13's receiving core. Um, yeah, and Herbert, you can't go wrong with Herbert. Although I do feel Stafford's out for like a big game. He's playing against Arizona. Arizona's not the greatest of teams. Uh, I think there's definitely points to be um, gotten or get against them. So I see Stafford getting a lot of points, but I'll give I'll give the sworn enemies a nod on this matchup. Sworn enemies takes machine. Who you got? Um, sworn enemies is in my division, and he's you know on my heels. So I'm gonna go with G13. Not just because of that, but I just think. Um, you know, uh, what Armand said, there's, you know, plug and plays, uh, Jerry Judy's questionable. So if he doesn't get, uh, playing time or he doesn't play, you're forced to put in Pittman and he's even questionable. So, uh, that's kind of tough, but I still think if those pieces play, I think G 13 is going to win. Hey, 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 to the well, you know what I'm picking. I don't even have to explain myself, but just really quick. I like, I really like Tony Pollard this week as well. I'm just saying it because pressure gets the Giants. Always play, always play uh, the the Cowboys tough just because they're division rivals. They're always fighting each other. You know, there's going to be some passes thrown to that running back. They're just, I mean, Cooper Rush cannot throw the ball that far. Like, it's all be fair, right? I mean, I could. Good throw point. Cooper Rush. So, and as probably being definitely, yeah. We don't want to encourage lineup changes, but I like your call, Tony. I like Pollard. Yeah, I, I do too. Yeah, we got to really get this lineup change, uh, <laughs> this whole policy squared away in our heads because it feels like we're doing nothing but recommending people to go in some lineup. Ring, and ring, not, ring. And I'm not trying to do push-ups for that shit. <laughs> yeah, okay, but if that's the case, then maybe we should just shut the hell up about it. Lady <laughs> since Clinton and Cerrone Cody, 92.7 for Cody, 0-2, fourth in South LA, while 91.1 for waiting since Clinton, third in the East Division. Machine. This is running out of the slate. Why don't you talk to us about it? Um, we talked about uh, the Cali Chronics smokers uh, desperation week and them not wanting to go on three. Uh, I think Sorody Conde is in the same boat uh, with the exception that uh, his situation isn't as dire as Cali chronic smokers. Cause the talent level is a little more uh, up there for the Sorody Conde. Um, uh, Wayne, since Clinton gave me a tough matchup last week, you can never count out Josh Allen. He has Ezekiel Elliott and we just boosted or hyped up uh, Tony Pollard. So uh, that's not, you know, looking good on the Ezekiel Elliott train. Um, there's not many changes he can make aside from uh, maybe Brees Hall for either Ezekiel Elliott or Rashad Penny uh, going on with that uh, tip corner that we we're talking about uh, 
um, throwing my suggestion out there to put in Brees Hall. Um, I will have to say, though, that uh, at the end of the day, Sorody Conde pulls out this W. Armand, you taking yourself? Yeah, of course. I'll always take myself. Doesn't matter the matchup. Uh, I notice your camera's not on. Are you taking yourself right now? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. I just. I got it. I mean, took himself def- earlier. <laughs> I got to get you. So fuck it. Let's go with myself. There you go. All right. I like that, Armand. I'm, you know what? I would go with you, but I like Clinton this week. Nice. One of one. He wasn't as bad. He gave. He did give Robert a run for his money like last week. Sure did. Yeah, and if you know he gets Keenan Allen back, and you know he. Manages not to shatter his bones by running, you know, in a, a route. Yeah, running around in a haphazard manner. Uh, maybe he might have a shot here. Um, unless Alan Lazar can get off the mat. <coughs> uh, I like this bunch of chance here. If guys like, you know, Tua Tagliavailova and like <laughs> Lamar Jackson, you know, like Trilam Extraordinaire are going to go ahead and get themselves 50 points, why the fuck can't Josh Allen? You know, so I feel like this is something that probably might happen there. He's due for a 50-point game, and why not do it against the other guy who did it the week before? Showing off a little bit, you know? Josh Allen strikes me as the type. He'd be like, oh, you got six touchdowns? Guess who got seven, punk? Good point. Um, I did want to bring up our sponsor again, Tony, just because we had a, a Old English 42-ounce plastic bottle of – delicious beer this being our sponsor and i did take a piss while we were talking right now within that same bottle right here so kudos to that big bottle and the big rim i was able to life i was able to fit my tip in there and i was able to still be professional while i was taking a piss wow no bullshit i'm actually pretty impressed there you go Hmm, well done multitasking and i admire the shit out of the yeah i really admire the dedication you could have been like hey hold on a second i'm gonna go to the bathroom and we all well, had to wait. Like, you know what? Hats off. I'm taking Sorody Coney this week. Go, let's go on. His own plastic bottles. There that's, you go. That's how you changed my mind. I'm sorry, Andrew, but the guy pissed in a bottle right here. Live, right live on the show. On the air. I don't even think he was on mute. No. <laughs> there was a little bit of a, of a very soothing sound of raindrops in the background. So you technically were taking it yourself. Yeah. You're taking yourself there. Different way of handling, but yes. Handle this. Ah, there you go. Took himself, took himself to some relief. Jesus. It's pretty good. That's All right. Before we get out of here, any, you know what? Bold predictions. Just throw them out there. Give me something. I don't care what it is. Uh, again, Devontae Adams, season-ending injury, and Raiders lose. Asshole. Every week is it's going to be what it is. week until it happens. All right. Well, I, well, judging by the piss in the bottle situation, uh, we we know you have dedication and fortitude. Uh, <laughs> Machine, who do you got this week? What's your big uh, your big to do for this week? Shit, I don't know. Um, smoke some weed. Uh, <laughs> Um, anything really I don't, any, like I anything said. I predict that the fucking sun will come up on Sunday fucking football no um I you know what uh I predict that there there will be not one but two teams that get shut out this week 
in the NFL. Ooh, that's pretty good. You just called out the 49ers hard right now. <laughs> and the Packers. <laughs> oh, man. I, you know what? I'm, I'm going to piggyback off of that and say one of those teams is going to be the 49ers. 49ers are going to get blanked this week. And, and Russell Wilson's just going to like be bombing off people. Dropping Cupid's arrows all over the place. Arms over back. No, you're right. Blessings all over the world. This has been 94 Street League Unlimited. I'm with the Machine Castro. I'm on Conde. I am Tony the Fox. Thanks for joining us. We will catch you guys next week. Good luck to everybody who's not playing me. Can you see? Okay, you see.